hosted by Bobby Enright. Welcome guys to another episode of Reach Your Peak Podcast with your host Bobby Enright. And today's show uh, is a very special show uh, for me because it's the end of my prep. I've now finished prep and I'm recording this podcast about a week after, um, a little bit more than a week after um, my last competition of the season. And today I just want to give a kind of everybody an overview of the prep, how it went and how I managed to win three shows back-to-back. So three weekends in a row was very successful in each of them, uh, winning my category and taking gold in each of the divisions. And just to kind of round up and kind of giving you an overview of how the prep went. So overall, absolutely fantastic. I'm absolutely ecstatic. Uh, Really, really happy with the performance, with the condition, with what I brought to the stage. And it was what I suppose today I just want to talk about what, 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 what was the makeup of that? How did I actually do it? So kind of going back to the very, very start, one of the most important factors I think with the prep was I started early enough. And this is something I could not um, tell people enough or educate people about. When you do go into a prep, you have to be in a position to go into a prep. So your body has to be at the right set point, meaning that your calories have to be high enough, muscle mass has to be there, um, diet has to be in a good place, and then you can start your prep. Uh, weight is obviously going to be higher. There is going to be a, a certain uh, element of, of weight cut through a prep. That's that's just uh, something that's a byproduct of trying to get super lean. So for me, the set point was really last November, December, um, going into uh, coming out of an off season of about eight, nine months of building phase. That's building calories up, building strength in the gym, working on weaker areas of the body and building towards the category I was in, which was men's physique, which is predominantly, um, judged on upper body. So legs are not, um, an element that is judged in men's physique. I still would train legs, but I put pri- prioritize a lot of my training around the upper body, which would be upper clavicular fibers of the chest, the deltoids, uh, upper back, lats, arms, um, and, and abs, and, and can just really training all that upper, upper half of the body. Uh, so it was a periodized training through throughout the eight, nine months, progressive, progressively getting stronger, taking deloads when needed, and then just, just managing stress and fatigue as much as possible. Food was quite high, so the environment was there for growing lean tissue and building muscle. Um, and then just looking after likes of sleep stress and just managing it through variables like blood pressure, monitoring blood pressure, monitoring resting heart rate, and then monitoring HRV and looking at that and seeing where I was on a daily basis. It always keeping an eye on digestion, making sure I'm, I'm digesting foods well. And then the biggest thing I always kind of coach and tell people is you prep on the foods that you normally eat. And that's what I would do. And that's why my prep went very, very smoothly. The foods that I transitioned when I went from an off season into a prep, which was January of 2021 this year, I was transitioning off the same diet, no difference in diet, same vegetable intake, same protein intake, same carbohydrate sources, same fat sources, same water intake, no real difference. It's just the amount of food that's coming in is going to be slowly decreased as we went through prep. So starting prep, the key thing was is just focus. I was very, very focused on what I wanted to do. I had a clear picture. I wanted to compete this year in September 26th, and I wanted to compete in the MBFI, the Natural uh, Bodybuilding Federation of Ireland. It's the Nationals and Natural bodybuilding and that's the one I wanted to win I've spent five years competing in that association coming um as far up as as, as sixth fifth fourth third 
and I wanted to get that number one spot. And really, really, I said, okay, there's going to be no stone unturned here. I'm going to absolutely go for it. So the mindset was very, very strong. I had a clear vision of what I wanted to do um, and, and, and the goal was set. And then all I had to set about was, okay, what do I need to physically do now from a training standpoint, nutritional standpoint, stress management standpoint, work standpoint? I need to just manage all these variables. So putting a plan into place. My plan for training was going to be a five-day split. I was going to focus primarily on the upper body and I do one quite intensive lower body session per week um at which I, I had a week to recover from and again that kept my legs taking over and that lower half taking over putting a lot of pulls into my programming uh, to get that wit out of my back that's from just really working on likes of rdls deadlifts all that kind of stuff um working on single arm unilateral stuff single arm pull down single arm rows and then working a lot of pressing exercises especially my upper clavicular fibers the upper fibers of the chest to build that kind of upper shelf and give that bit of a density of upper chest which i was lacking bring out my delts and arms and, and again bring in condition so progressively working through prep um slowly lowering calories as as i went and then obviously keeping training um, intensity as high as i possibly could um as well and again it's just managing variables it's watching the variables like blood pressure resting heart rate and all these things and just listening to the body at times because when we go into prep we are slowly decreasing the environment of food which means we're going to slowly impede in performance we're not going to be able to recover as well and we're not going to be able to perform at the highest level all the time so we have to have periods of where we pull back and we push on again when, when it comes to food then it was a case of running um running the prep on a longer scope so my prep really when i look at the amount of weeks i actually dieted for was about 20 20 22 weeks so that gave me the time to add in diet breaks through my prep that i wasn't always just dieting dieting linearly linear all the way down um i had periods of where i brought my, my calories back to maintenance spent five to seven days there and then back down again into a deficit and just kept increasing that deficit slowly as i went along um and, and again that worked really well and and, and and it kind of flushed away a little bit of fatigue kind of gave me a reset to go again so giving giving that longer period of time allowed that if that was a 12-week prep there isn't you don't have the the we'll say the um, the luxury of having um weeks that you can have a, a, a diet break as such so that's really really important so when it comes to the, the diet, then it was just progressively bringing the calories down, hit, throwing in a couple of diet breaks every four to six weeks, and then looking at condition along the way, taking photographs on a, on a, on a, on a weekly basis. And then I reached out to um, a coach as well, Callum Ratch, Ratchcliffe, um, that basically... Um, somebody to just keep an eye somebody to just kind of guide the ship a little bit so i could take a lot of the stress off myself making all these decisions yourself as a coach is really really difficult because if you're being a coach and an athlete at the same time that can be something that can be quite hard to do so again i just said because of my, i run my own business and I'm, and I'm trying to keep everything all these balls in the air it's just a matter of okay how can i alleviate a little bit of stress i can have an outside eye here and when i have an outside eye that makes it so much easier for for the decision making process i could easily go to Callum 
and I could say, listen, I think I'm going to lower my calories here. I'm going to do this. What do you think? Yeah, that looks good. I think, yeah, from looking at visuals, from photographs, yeah, we're in a good place. We can do that. So all these things were very, very helpful. And again, from an educational standpoint, it was really, really good because very he's a very high-level coach with a lot of high-level athletes. So from a, 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 an education and a learning standpoint, it was hugely beneficial. So as I went through prep, my focus got really tunnel visioned, uh, never veered off the pat once, did not eat outside of the diet once, no chocolate, no nothing, absolutely nothing, hadn't drank all, uh, any type of alcohol since about December. Um, and and, and that, that again, I'm not a person that does that anyway and wouldn't really bother me, but never veered off the pat, nothing veered me off what I wanted. Um, the diet stayed exactly the same seven days a week. The step count was hit. The cardio was hit when we when I implemented it and slowly increased cardio. And again, I'm I'm a I'm a, a neurotype and a, and a kind of body asthmatotype that is quite long and lean as such. So I I carry I drop weight quite fast. Now this time, what I noticed was out of all the preps, the weight was a little bit slower to come off at the start. But again, once we hit the kind of 12 week, 11, 10 week out, things started to change dramatically. Um, Cardio increased from about three sessions, 20 minutes a day, uh, three sessions a week, 20 minutes each session up to four um, sessions and then finally up to five. And the highest cardio that I had through the prep and progressively increased it slowly was five 40 minute sessions. And that was only in for a very short period of time because the fatigue was so high from it. Plus, I was in condition. The key thing here in the whole prep and the real key to success, I think, was I was ready about five weeks out from the show. Not absolutely show lean, but I was ready in a place where we were, we are within striking distance now of where we need to be. So now we're in a position where we can start to run calories. We can dig a little bit of a deficit for five days, and then we can start to add in refeeds over a 48-hour period. And I started my refeeds about four weeks out. So I had four progressive weeks running into a show where I knew that I had to dig a little bit for five days and I had two days where I could refeed. I started the refeed kind of calculations at about 650 carbs per day. So that would have been over two days, 1,300 grams of carbs. Trial that, see how I look. And again, I'd run it on the same days that I would refeed on peak week and uh, when I'd be doing my loading strategy so that made made things a lot easier so visually then I could look and say okay today really is show day how do I look after eating x amount of carbs so basically what I did there is I kept my pro I brought my protein down a little bit I brought my fats down um to about say 25 percent 20 25 percent total calories and then what I did was I brought my carbohydrates up so I started at 650 I ran them in one week at 650 the next week at 750 the next week at 850 and then finally the last week um was running at closer to 900 so then I I, I knew okay my body can tolerate about 900 grams roughly around that so that looks pretty good condition looked pretty good on the day uh, of the show mimicking that so I knew then protocol wise running into my first show um I could run about 750 to 900 somewhere around there so in between all this and just before that kind of six seven week period out I decided to do more shows than one um it, it just fell my way in terms of there was a pure elite show in Northern Ireland that was meant to be cancelled not cancelled and it was it was finally going ahead and then there was another show that came up, which I, I was I was advised to do. Was it the Two Bros Naturals? The very first time the Two Bros Association ran a Naturals competition, 
Um, and what I mean by naturals is non-assisted athletes, athletes that are not assisted. Um, so that was something that was very prestigious, very, very high level organization with the top bodybuilders in the world competing in it. So that was would have been a, an honor for me to step on stage in a two bro. So I said, right, let's go for that. And then the MBFI was la- is the last one. And just how it fell was they were one weekend after another, which was very interesting from a standpoint of, of prepping. Because when it came to prep, then it came to a point of, okay, I'm running a peak week running into the first show and I have to just repeat this two more times. So that was it. That was it. Um, quite um, interesting, um, both psychologically, mentally and physically. So I ran my first peak week, uh, basically um, did fat loading for about three or four days to keep the intra, to re- basically fill up intramuscular triglycerides, um, keeping that fat uh, within the cell quite high, pulled down my carbohydrates quite low to about 100 grams and then kept protein around 200 grams. Ran that for about five days, loaded in for two days. Now, the first show was on a Saturday, so I would load on a Wednesday and a Thursday and pull back on a Friday. So I loaded about 750 on the Wednesday and Thursday, pulled back a little bit on the Friday to about 300 grams of carbs, and again, um, pulled down carbohydrates then um, after, on that particular day, had my two carb meals in the morning, which was the Friday, which was only about 300 grams in total. And then the rest of the day was protein and fat. The main aim from, from Friday to Saturday's show was to dry out. So we want to drive a thing called geresis. And then that's the think of the body's way of dehydrating itself or, or, or drying out. So obviously uh, water was there, sodium excuse me, manipulation was there. Um, and we had to just kind of mimic around the showtime. So we'd pull water about 16, uh, sorry, sodium 16 hours before we'd step on stage. And we'd pull water about 13 hours before we'd step on stage. So then that was my first lead into the show. We stepped on stage, was extremely lean, good condition, not as full as I'd liked, but it was good enough to step on stage and win my division. A condition win shows. And I always say that. And that's something that, and, and again, one huge aspect of my prep this time that I really worked on and got a lot stronger at was posing. So my presence on stage was a lot, very, very strong. I was very confident. I'm not a person that gets very nervous with, with the likes of stage stuff. Um, I, I, I enjoy it. I enjoy the, being under the lights. I enjoy the whole atmosphere and, and, and the crowds and the judging. Um, so I went out, enjoyed the show and had a, an absolutely amazing um, result. I came, I won my own division, got gold in that, and also received the pro card in men's physique, which was absolutely an honor and absolutely fantastic and, and was very overwhelmed by that. Um, and I also went into the open class, which is any age group can be in there, any guys can be in there. And again, just taking account, this was a show that's not tested. So there is assisted athletes here. And I actually finished fourth there, which I was very, very happy with because you're up against guys who are 18, 19, 20, 21 years of age. And again, they would be assisted a lot of them and um it's good to, to show that i was I, I was able to stand with them guys and come in fourth uh, in an open category so that led me on then to being very very excited and really drove motivation up and it was a case of rinsing and repeating so how do you run under peak week so my easiest option post show everybody wants to eat out and binge it wasn't something that was in my head i did want to go and have a, have a piece of food or some food that i could enjoy a meal with my wife and, and some friends so we went to nando's probably the best option um you're getting some chicken you're getting a high protein meal there's not a huge amount of carbs as such um it's one meal that's not the worst in the world so had an andos very very happy get up next morning and it was just resetting and going again ran the same protocol five days higher fat so we're fat loading again pull the carbs down maybe pull them down a bit a bit lower to about 75 grams this time 
and run the same protocol. The next show was competing on a Sunday. So the loading days now had to change slightly to Friday, uh, Thursday and Friday instead of Wednesday and Thursday. So that was the only change. Run the same. And now this time looking at photos want to come in a little bit fuller. So we're going to push carbohydrates in the load a little bit higher. So we pushed 850. So 850 both days and again 300 on the day before the show. Boat meals in the morning, ran the same water protocols, ran the same sodium protocols, ran the same diuresis protocols of drying out, adding in some vitamin C, some expel as well as a natural diuretic. So the body is going to be peeing out and you're going to be starting to dry out even more and more and more. Again, the two bros was something that was very special, a very high level tournament. Went into the, my, my division and very, very stacked division. Um very different posing as well uh you get less time on stage there's not as many mandatory poses there's only about two to three poses you're allowed to do and again the comparisons went on for a good a long time as well when everybody was on stage so that it was just it was it was an amazing experience such a professional organization so well run standard was so high and i was absolutely blown away to win gold there that was just the icing on the cake that i did not expect i just I had no expectations going into the show I just said to myself, I'm just going to go and compete. It's the first time they've ran it. There's a huge, huge um, uh, community of bodybuilding in the UK, a hugely high standard, very, very high standard. So to win a gold in the two bros was absolutely mind-blowing, and that was one of my proudest moments um, of my prep so far. Absolutely delighted. Put in so much work for that one. Dug deep the week running into that show. Came in in very, very full, very, very good condition. Even people that were in the gym and they commented on my on my Instagram said that I looked better on the second show. So I knew the protocols that we were running at 8.50 carb, we could possibly push a little bit more and we could come in even fuller, but we still have to be mindful of condition. So again, coming away from the two bros, just again, absolutely blown away to get a medal there. Um, I actually went into a second division there as well and came away with a silver was beaten on the day by a guy that did well deserved the win fantastic condition had a little bit more fullness to me and and a little bit more density of muscle but was fantastic so going into my own category i won that one i was absolutely over the moon and then i went into secondary category and to pull a silver r was was just amazing so an absolutely amazing weekend and learned loads as well competing away is a different ball game managing your food while you're away and all that kind of stuff that was fantastic and i mean it was just a great learning curve and a great thing for me as a coach because i had an athlete there with me um so very 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 good went from that and just rinsed and repeated straight back down to that lower calorie standpoint loading fats again now was a case of okay shows on sunday shows quite late sunday so it's a sunday evening show where the two bros was a sunday morning show um so the planning had to be a little bit different run the load again on a thursday and a friday this time and then would possibly load a little bit heavier on the saturday because we've all day sunday to dry out uh, and really bring condition so again went for the 900 grams of carbs went for 900 and again the next day went for 300 just to be safe so that total load for the very last show that the mbfi was 2100 grams of carbs over three days uh loaded fats going into it at about 110 uh, for five days had protein sitting about 200 when i had my last protein meals on uh, the saturday which are the last carbohydrate meals on the saturday which was two meals consisting of about 150 grams of protein um my loading strategy then for the rest of the day was protein and fat so 200 grams of protein coming in with about 80 to 90 grams of fat 
again water was cut 16 hours before show so really could run water for the whole day on saturday didn't have to really cut it same with sodium just the next morning it was no sodium minimal water and then then just running into the show and drying out resting as much as possible having having a little bit of carbohydrate to through sunday morning not too much about 50 grams each time a little bit of protein a little bit of fat just ticking over keeping the look uh, keeping the condition and again on Sunday when I woke up, uh, I was as full as I've ever been. Uh, condition was really, really good. And again, the drying out process had to kind of run its course through that day. So went into the MBFI, a uh, huge standard this year, absolutely mind-blowing the amount of guys on stage, fantastic standard, fantastic physiques and condition. Went into my uh, open men's, men's physique, uh, stacked class again, um, went on stage, was very, very full so much better this was the best condition i've been in in the three peaks and again it's data learning from what we were we were doing each each time so every time myself and callum were speaking we could see okay conditioning's getting better conditions getting better conditions getting better what we did in the first peak we can just adjust in a second adjust in a third and and it's like anything data is huge guys and that's so so important when it comes to prep again the mindset through the three peaks peak weeks it was tough. There was no doubt about it. It was hard to reset, especially when you finish the show. You're so used to, you know, being able to release, have a nice bit of food. That wasn't happening. It was straight back on it, straight back on it, straight back on it. But again, the support of the people in the gym, the support of the, my coaches around me that work in the gym and the support of family and friends was fantastic. So that keeps you going. It keeps you motivated. It keeps that drive, that internal drive. But I had a focus. I had, I knew a vision. I mean, the, the winning the first two shows was, was a huge motivator. So it was just a matter in my head rinse and repeat and, and always I said to myself this is over in three weeks so enjoy the moment be present and really go for it so that's really really good thing that you can do in your own goals um is really have that unbreakable mindset so I carried myself through all these these peak weeks and running into that show and getting on the stage of the MBFI I just said to myself this is my chance I need to give this absolutely everything so we went out on a, on a, on a, on a comparisons round first and I was in the center stage I was delighted once you're in the center judges are really looking at your condition looking at your symmetry it's a good place to be you're not to the left or to the right of the stage then I was moved and I was unsure okay are they kind of looking at somebody else um, am, am I going to place here in the top three at all and then uh, we were doing our individual walks and I said to myself that's my time this is my time I go out there and I give it absolutely everything I pose very very fluidly uh, present my physique as best I can and just show the work that I've put in and how I deserve a, a result here Again, coming off stage, felt good, felt really positive, said, right, okay, I'm I, I'm looking at my category, I'm I'm estimating, guesstimating my head top three here. Um, let's see how it goes. Pulled on stage and was announced as the winner, the gold medalist. Um absolutely a dream come true. Five years of working towards that, um, digging, bringing condition each time, prepping, prep after prep after prep, and just really presenting finally after five years the best physique that i possibly could and again i'm not very i'm not a young person by any means i'm, I'm i turned 40 this year and um, it's not as easy when you get when you get a little bit older you have to dig a little bit harder and um, you're up against younger guys as well so this was an open class this wasn't a masters or anything like that so you had to bring the very best you possibly could and thankfully i was able to do that and it was absolutely over the moon emotions were high that day i mean I, i'll never forget it when i got that medal it just meant so much to me and i don't think anybody really realized even the closest people to me don't realize how much i wanted that medal and i dreamt about it i visualized 
over the last 10 weeks, 20 weeks of prep of that medal been put around my neck. So I could see it. I could nearly, like they say, you could nearly taste it. And I, that's how much I wanted it. So there was nothing going to stop me only on the day if somebody just was better. Um, so absolutely over the moon. The prep was fantastic. I was able to release a little bit, enjoy it and go away on holiday for a week. And really kind of the thing about going on holiday and I, I'm going to do a, a podcast next week on this and on the whole culture around when you kind of finish dieting, finish prepping and this whole binge eating culture and putting on loads of weight. Um, just to kind of give a quick reference, like I went away on holiday and, and, and I felt like I was still in prep, to be honest. It was hard to come out of that mindset because you're in it for so long. It's really difficult just to pull back and start eating what you want and have the freedom of, of whatever you want to do. So I still felt in that mindset going into holiday. And, and I mean, I, I love to train, so I'm always going to train even when I'm on holiday. I love going running and lifting weights and doing bits and pieces in the morning early. And then eating for me isn't about binging. It's about eating good food that's good for your body. You know, I, I, I chose to do the recovery diet, which basically meant that I would half my cardio going from five sessions all the way down to about three a week and um, cutting the time period down to about 20 minutes and then keep my calories, bring my calories up by about 1500. And that should sit me at a nice standpoint where my body will recover from the prep and it will uh, keep body composition in a very, very good place. So literally I'm back from holiday after a week and I've put on a kilo above my stage weight, um, which I'm something I'm very, very proud of because it's something that mentally I'm able to manage it, um, making good food choices. I'm not food focused. Again, I was ready for my show four or five weeks out i was able to refeed each week up five weeks before the show four weeks before the show and that made such a huge difference in terms of food focus because i knew five days in a week is going to be a little bit more difficult in two days i'm getting a lot of food so i can really work towards that and that has helped the mindset coming out of prep so that's really really important and i'll dig a little bit deeper next week on that but going back to the shows absolutely amazing i had two athletes i prepped for the shows as well at uh, one of the athletes ryan he competed in the three shows with me absolutely fantastic uh presentation of himself he, he carried him carried himself through his first prep listened to everything i told him he came in in great condition he he again prepped uh, peaked three times again we used the data from the three peaks and he came in his very best on the last show but absolutely amazing his first season as a young young bodybuilder and he has a massive future in, in front of him again it's it, it was a very proud moment to have an athlete step on stage with me in some categories and also just to see his journey from when he started prep to when he stepped on stage. Also had another athlete, a bikini athlete called Helen, and she wanted she did two photo shoots with me before and then just wanted to do something a little bit different and always kind of dreamt about maybe stepping on stage and finally did it. Came with a fantastic physique, looked superb on stage, very confident, and pulled away a pulled a bronze medal, which I was very proud of, and she's very, very proud of herself, and it was a fantastic moment for her. Hard work pays off. So that was a super result. So brilliant to have two athletes as well along that journey and really seeing the process and what goes into getting into this condition to, to step on stage and, and present uh, your best physique. Um, it's not easy. Uh, I would say that my kind of over my conclusion of prep is it's it's not easy by any means. Was it the hardest prep I've ever done? No, it hasn't. It was the easiest prep I've ever done um, in terms of both psychologically, mentally, emotionally, physically. It's been the training was hard all the way through. There was no let off. It wasn't a case of I'm thinking as I'm eating less food, I'm getting weaker. It was a case of you push as hard as you can. You contract that muscle as hard as you can. You show up every day. You hit your steps. You do. You just get into this 
basically focus tunnel vision when you're in prep. So that my conclusion of the whole thing was it was an amazing experience. It I would take nothing away from it. I would do it again, no problem. Um, and again, I've spoken to so many people in the gym and they've asked me, when are you going to compete again? And, and my, my true honest opinion at this present time is I'm happy at what I've done. I've competed now over eight times and I now have came to the pinnacle of what I can do. I've won three shows back to back, an absolutely amazing result. I'm on cloud nine. I finished it with a high. Um, I've had a very, very busy year, both um, business-wise and educational-wise. I'm currently studying sports nutrition, which has taken a massive amount of my time. The one thing when I'm prepping and if I'm studying or doing something, it keeps me very focused. So work-wise, um, I need to start to focus on that a little bit. My plan now going into training is basically I'm back training. I've never really stopped, to be honest, but I'm back full training, building my physique, building a better aesthetic-looking physique, um, and that's my goal at the moment. It's just going to be for aesthetics, and we'll see what happens in 2022, but at the moment, I am very happy with my career in bodybuilding, what I've done. I really want to get into coaching and focus on athletes and really kind of coach them through the process of prep, whether it be for a photo shoot or stepping on stage, and just really give them the experience that I've had and the knowledge that I've learned and things along the way that I have carried with me from my career as a, as a martial artist and competing and fighting all that mindset stuff that we, we we were doing over years and years and years how that can carry through to the likes of the bodybuilding bodybuilding stage so all that can tie in but if anybody's ever thinking of a challenge or trying to do something whether it doesn't have to be staged photo shoots if you just think you can't do something and the, the saying goes if you think you can't you're probably right that goes so true if you truly believe in your own ability if you have a burning desire within you to achieve something you will achieve it the only thing that can stop you is you and that's so so important you take that on board so whatever your goal is whether it be for a performance based in your sport whether it be a body composition goal you just need to lose weight feel better look better and just be healthier and you just think you can't do it I can guarantee you, you can. It's just you need to be honest with yourself about your current situation, what you're currently doing. And then from that honesty, you say, right, I can actually do this. I just need to set my, my structure out, my plan, and work towards that goal. But have ha, know your why and have a burning desire to succeed. And that's, that's, that's me, both as a coach and an athlete. I said this to somebody yesterday, I like to win. That's the one thing. I When I stepped on stage this year, I was aiming for one show, not three. And my goal was to step on stage and win the show. I wasn't there to take part. And that mindset, especially going into the first show, I had that mindset. And then winning breeds winning. You get into the mindset, you know what, I'm going in here to win this next show. I'm going, now, I had no expectations in my second show because it was, a, it was a very high standard. But I still was confident that I could step on stage with the best and, 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 and not look out of place. So that's a key thing, guys, is you need to have confidence in yourself and your own ability as well. And that's so important. But as the prep goes, how did I win three shows in a row? It was just focus. It was staying on track. It was making smart choices at the right times, making educate, doing an educated approach towards prep, keeping health at the forefront of what we were doing in terms of this prep looking at condition analyzing everything making changes when needed been very honest with ourselves and just been not been swayed by anything and, and and again how do you win three shows because you have a desire to do it 
And if you have that inner desire to, to, to do something, you will do it. And I think that was one of the biggest things in my prep. And I think the focus this time was just tunnel vision. There was no veering off the path. There was no missed meals. There was no over macros. There was no cheat meals. There was no nothing. It was just completely in it to win it. What do I have to do to get a win in any of these shows? I have to be 110% because I had this mindset that when I step on stage, I do not want to think or even have the thoughts in my head, I could have done better. No way. And leave no stone unturned if you want to be successful. That's what you need to do. You need to be meticulous in your pursuit of excellence, in your pursuit of success. And that's the advice I would give you. And that's why I won the three shows. Um, other than that, guys, that was the prep as such. I hope that didn't bore you too much. It's 31 minutes now. So that was just my kind of feelings on it. That's how I felt through it. It was a fantastic learning experience. It was a fantastic experience that I'll never, ever forget. Stepping on them sta- the stages three times, getting that gold medal put around my neck three times. I never thought that would happen. Um, so I, I knew that I had the ability to win a show. I didn't know I was going to win three of them. Um, so it was an amazing experience, an amazing time. And I couldn't thank everybody enough for all the support. And again, guys, thanks a million for listening to another episode of Reach Your Peak Podcast. Any questions you have about prep, any coaching you would like, we have opened up a new uh, physique coaching, uh, teampeak.physique on Instagram. Please follow us. Um, again, if you that's where you go. If you want any physique coaching, photo shoot coaching, anything like that for stage or photo shoots, uh, please reach out to us. Any questions you have, just drop us a message on our social, me- social media pages. Uh, coach.bobbyinwright on Instagram you'll get me and again any questions through prep your training anything at all again follow us on the social media pages guys you'll get some educational um, information coming at you each week and again any question don't be afraid to ask and if you're thinking about stepping on stage absolutely go for it but make sure you're in the right position both mentally physically um, to do that uh, first so that's where the advice of a coach and having that second pair of eyes can really help you make the right decision. But other than that, absolutely amazing. You go for it. Again, guys, have a fantastic week and we'll catch you next week on another episode of Reach Your Peak Podcast with your host, Bobby Enright.